Hello friends. Today's episode is about being the light. In the movie Miss Congeniality, Sandra Bullock plays an FBI agent who goes undercover at a beauty contest. In one scene, she's on the stage as the winner is being announced and realizes that there is a bomb in the crown. She tries to alert Michael Caine by pointing to the crown, but he misunderstands her. He thinks she's finally taking the contest seriously and tells her, That's right, be the crown. Today's episode is a takeoff on that scene. Instead of be the crown, I suggest that we be the light. I am, of course, speaking about the light of Christ. There's a prophecy about Jesus that reads, The people in darkness will see a great light. I think most will agree that we live in a time of darkness, and we want to see a great light. The light came when Jesus was born in time, but there will be a second coming. We know that because Jesus told us. So we have to wait for that great light to return. But meanwhile, what do we do? We don't have to sit in darkness, and we don't have to leave others in the dark. We're called to be the light of the world, to shine God's light in the world. Now for a little science lesson. Don't worry, it's probably first grade level, so not too difficult to grasp. Here it is. The moon reflects the light of the sun. Without the sun, the moon is dark. The larger the moon, the brighter the night sky, assuming there are no clouds, of course. So why that little science lesson? Well, Jesus is the sun. Everything revolves around him. We are the moon. The more we have of Jesus, the brighter we get and the more we can dispel the darkness and bring light into our world. We never shine on our own. It's only by reflecting the light of God that we can shine. So how do we bring light into the world? What can we do to make a difference, to be the light of the world that Jesus calls us to? Here are five ideas. Number one, imagine yourself in a conversation with others who are distressed about the problems of the world. I've been in many of them. You know, my son was born a few days before 9-11, and I remember wondering what kind of a world I had brought him into. I worried for him. Many parents and grandparents worry about their kids and grandkids because of the crazy things happening today. They worry about the lies that are being taught and the attacks on God's law and truth itself. How can we bring light into that kind of a conversation? Maybe we need a reminder that God is still in charge, that he brings good out of evil, that we should stand strong in our faith and speak with love and that God always raises up saints in times of great evil. Maybe the saints being raised up right now are your very own children and grandchildren. We bring light into this conversation by bringing hope and reminding ourselves and others of God's providence, love, and mercy. A second example of being the the light is with a person in distress or grief. There are many tragedies in the world. After all, we're a fallen people who have free will. We suffer with sickness and with the loss of those we love. We're wounded by the deeds of others. How can we bring light into the darkness of a person's pain? The light might be our smile, our willingness to listen to them or cry with them, our reaching out to invite them somewhere. 
maybe a short text to let them know that we're thinking of them and praying for them. There are so many small words and deeds that bring light to a person who feels overwhelmed by the darkness. Here's a third example. How about bringing light into a conflict? My natural reaction in a conflict is to get defensive, move into battle mode, and protect myself. But what if, instead of suspicion, I brought light into the situation? What if I tried to see the conflict from the eyes of the other person? What if I tried to see the conflict from the eyes of God? If I bring love into a situation, I'm bringing light. If I let go of my pride, the conflict might get resolved. I'm not talking about accepting something that's unacceptable, but bringing a loving attitude to fight the unacceptable. Here's a fourth idea. We can bring light into every relationship. We do that with good example and good manners. I once heard it said that good manners is simply doing things to make the other comfortable. I can smile when I greet someone to let them know that I'm glad to see them. I can be considerate of their needs. I can be optimistic and cheerful. Our attitude brings light into a room. The fifth example. We can bring light in the face of lies. If someone tells you Jesus is a myth, it's time to enlighten them. After all, there's more historical evidence for the existence of Jesus than there is for Alexander the Great, and nobody doubts his existence. If someone tells you that God is punishing them or that he can't forgive them, challenge that statement. God loves and God corrects. He's always merciful. We need to bring light into the situation when we hear a lie, especially lies about God. All of these are ways we can be light in the darkness. So here's a question for you. How much light do you bring? Let's go back to the science lesson about the moon. There are different phases of the moon. A new moon is empty, very dark, because the sun is on the other side. It doesn't shed much light. This is maybe like someone you would call a, a pew sitter. They go to church, profess belief in God, but their life doesn't reflect that belief. They aren't shedding any light. We don't want to be a new moon. A crescent moon is a little bigger, so maybe this is like a new believer or someone who's had a renewal of their faith. They're trying to figure it out and working on living a life of faith, but it's a struggle. They shed a little light and have potential for more. Every now and then they might talk about God and they probably pray in some way, but theirs is an immature faith. Still, there are moments in which they bring God's light into the world. If you're a crescent moon right now, don't let that stop you from shining your light. A half moon is even bigger. This is like a person who actively is trying to live a life of faith. They're involved at church, maybe attend Bible study, spend more time in prayer. They serve others, volunteering where they can. They talk about their faith to others and are seeking a deeper prayer life. We want to be around people like this because they make us stronger. The full moon is something else. This is like the great saints who give absolutely everything to God. They live for God. Every moment of their day is directed to loving and serving Him. Nothing else matters. People who meet them are uplifted and encouraged. They can see God's love in the saint's eyes and voice and hands. If you know someone you think is a full moon... Spend time with them. 
In 1 Peter 1.22, he writes, See how they love one another. The early Christians gained so many converts because of the love they shared. They were full moons. We should be full moons as well. So where are you? Are you a crescent moon believer? Okay. We know the moon changes each day, so we can change too. 25 years ago, I was a new moon. I believed, but I didn't even go to church, so I wasn't bringing any light into the world. Then God did something, and I began to change. It was slow going, but I became a crescent moon, and then a little more, and I keep growing and trying to shed more light in the world to better reflect God's light. Like John the Baptist, I want more of him and less of me. We can become brighter. We can better reflect God's love and mercy. We can encourage those who are beaten down. We can stand up for what's right in the world. We can be bold in our faith. We can be willing to risk everything to speak God's truth. That's how we shine. That's how we reflect the Son, the true Son of God. So let's do it. Let's be the light. Let's bring light into the darkness. What a blessing it is to be able to do that. How generous God is to share his light with us and to allow us to share it with others. So with that, let's consider a couple of questions to bring to prayer. Question one, who do you know that brings the light of Christ into your life? What do they do and say that reflects God's light? Thank them for them, or thank God for them. And question two, what can you do to reflect more of God's light in the world? How big of a moon are you, and how will you grow even bigger? That's all our food for today. Thank you for listening. May God bless you in just the way you need today.